Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. This is Arthur Pearly Martin, and I'm dropping in to talk about how to activate your faith. We're definitely going to have to know how to activate our faith more so now than ever. So um, stick with me. And we're getting ready to get into this subject in one moment. But first, we're going to pray. Father God, we just thank you for being in the midst of us, Lord. Well, you said two or three, there you are. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you just anoint my lips of clay and give us a rhema word, Father. Um, as we begin to seek you and to dig into your word, you say you are a reward of those who diligently seek you. And Father, we come to you before, come before you today looking for answers so we can do things your way. And we ask that you just give us a rhyme of words so our faith can be ignited uh, for whatever it is that we're believing you for. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you guys again for joining in. Hi, I'm Arthur Pearlie Martin. With Thank you for joining my podcast um, for Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Beloved, I wish above all that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. We're getting ready to dig into how to activate your faith. I'm getting ready to answer right now. You guys make sure that you share this podcast so it can be a blessing to others as well. Um, We're going to start. We're going to start with Hebrews 11.1, where it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen, right? We know that faith is the substance of things hoped for. So uh, my first question to you is, what are you hoping for, right? So first thing we have to figure out, what it, what is it you're hoping for? Are you believing God for your healing? Are you believing God for miracle? Are you believing God for finances, family? What is it you're believing God for? A career, a job, a business? What are you believing God for? Well, whatever it is you're believing God for, it says substance. That's the thing that you're hoping for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. What are you hoping for? So if you're hoping for your children to be delivered, your spouse to be saved or whatever, your better job or whatever it is that you're hoping for. If as long as it's in line with and according to God's word, it tells us that he hears us. Not only does he hear us, but the word of God says he and he will answer us also. So. Find out, find out what the word of God says about the thing that you're hoping for. Okay. So first we want to find out whatever it is we're hoping for. Then we want to go dig into God's word and find out what it says. Why is this? Because faith, we know, according to God's word, Romans 10, 17, uh, it tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? How many of us know that the voice we listen to is the voice that will lead you, right? So faith comes by hearing. Are you being led by faith or are you being led by fear? Okay. Um, we have to ask ourselves that. Are we being led by faith or are we being led by doubt? How many of you know that this is the thing that the devil wants to steal? The Bible teaches us Satan comes to steal the word immediately after the seed is sown. He comes to steal the word through the cares of the world, deceitfulness of riches, according to the parable of the sower, right? So what the devil wants us to do, he wants us, he wants us to focus and concentrate on, on uh, the things that's going to cause doubt in our life. So we got to get the doubt out, right? Because doubt will steal our faith. 
Remember, the children of Israel could not enter into God's rest because of their doubt and unbelief. And God said that a heart of doubt and unbelief, he, he, he said that they had an evil heart. Why? Because a heart of unbelief is a heart that calls God a liar. Hold on. Hold on. There's no condemnation. Because remember, today is another good day. And today we get a chance to do what God say. So what are you believing God for? If you're believing God for healing, then go, go in the word. I find you some scriptures concerning healing and begin to meditate and concentrate and conf- and um and say what the words say because faith remember faith comes by hearing and hearing by the words of God uh, the word of God so we're listening to things that's contrary to the word of God concerning your healing um then that's where your faith is going to rest but we're listening to the word um the word of God that says um healing is the children bread by Jesus stripes you're already healed now that's going to cause faith to come if you believe it in your heart we have to the next thing we have to do is we have to speak or confess the word right confession confession or speaking the uh the word the word is the spirit of faith confession confessing or speaking is the spirit of faith okay we have to say what we believe remember Romans 10, 9 and 10 tells us it's with the heart that we can, I mean, the mouth that we confess, but it's with the heart that we believe. We got to get it off in our heart. We got to get the word of God down off on the inside of us. And again, like I always say, everything starts with relationship, relationship, relationship. Spend time daily getting to talk, fellowshipping with the Lord, uh, listening to his word, worship, word, uh, prayer, we have to have a relationship. How many of you know it's hard to believe someone that you don't know? It's hard to believe someone that you don't trust. So relationship, relationship, relationship. We cannot be double-minded because the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and he won't receive anything from the Lord. We have to have faith to believe that the same way the word of God is the power of God. It has the power to save us when we pray the prayer of salvation is the same power that it has for everything else. We have already been redeemed from the curse of the law. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. Say, I am redeemed. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. So we're saying that we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. By Jesus' stripes, we're already healed. Now, the next thing we need to do to activate our faith is, like I said, we need to speak it. Uh, we have the same spirit of faith. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4.13, King James say, we have the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Say what you believe and not what you see. Because remember, the just shall walk by faith and not by sight. We must walk by what we believe and not by what we see. We have to walk by what we believe and not by what we see. Faith comes by hearing. So we need to keep that word going because the voice we're listening to is the voice uh, that that will lead us. And the devil is coming to steal the word through worry, cares, fears, through other people, you know, trying to put the, so the seed of doubt into your heart. Remember, our words are seeds being sown. Remember the parable of the sower when Jesus talked about that the seed is the word of God right? Our heart is the soil. Our heart is like, is like a pot of soil. So be careful of the words that you speak. Cause remember life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? Proverbs 18, 22 tells us. So remember the word confession is very important because confess, if you can confess it, you shall possess it because how can two walk together except they both agree? Amos three and three tells us, right? So when you're confessing something, make sure that you're not walking in agreement you got to make sure that 
you're saying what God is saying because when we're saying what God is saying we're walking in agreement with God but when we're speaking contrary to what God is saying we're not walking in agreement with him but this is the confidence that we have that if we ask anything according to God's will not only does he hear us but the Bible says that God will answer us if we abide in him and his word abide in, in, uh, in us then we can ask whatsoever we will and we'll have it right We got to let the word of God abide in us. We have to believe it in our heart. We we can't let doubt come in. We have to walk by faith and not by sight. The just shall live by faith and not by sight. Remember, the just shall live by what they believe and not by what they see. Walking by faith means walking by living by what you believe and not by what you see. So if, if you're having a problem believing... Um, that means we just need to hear the word some more. Faith comes by hearing, hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Um, those that come to God must first believe not only that he exists, but we have to not just believe that God exists, but we have to also believe that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek, seek him. So, um, do you believe that God loves you? And a lot of you are going to say, yes, I believe that God loves us. Okay, so if we really believe that God loves us, then fear will have no place in us. How many of you know that perfect love casts out fear? So if you, when you believe that God loves you, faith works about love. So when you believe that God loves you, that's going to help you to have confidence in what he says to you, right? Perfect love casts out fear. So wherever there's fear, we find fear in our lives. That means that's a love issue. That means that we're not having confidence in God's love for us. How many of you have loved ones and you know if they say something, that's what it is. You have no doubt in your heart that what they're saying is, is true. That You know, you every, every fiber in your being, you're believing that they're going to do what they say because you have faith and confidence in what they say, right? So that's the same way it works with the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Perfect love casts out fear. So having confidence in God's love for us uh, will deliver us from the spirit of fear. Causes us fear to have no place in us. Having confidence in God's love for us causes fear to have no place in us. So we want to hear... The first thing we want to do to activate our faith, we got to hear the word, to have faith for the word. So listen to the us, uh, uh, listen to the word, look up word, the word concerning whatever it is that you're hoping for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Remember, we said that when we're feeling hopeless, it's because we're faithless and there's no condemnation. What we have to do is get in the word and see what the word says about healing, what the word says about families, salvation. Um, at 1631, my favorite. If you believe in the Lord, not only shall you be saved, but your household shall be saved. The seed of the righteous shall be li- uh, delivered. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging bread. Whatever it is that you're believing God for your children, deliverance, whatever, whatever it is, as for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord. What does the word say concerning what you're believing? When we don't have faith in an area in our lives, that's because we're not listening to the word concerning um, that that area in our lives. We can't just watch anything. We can't sit up and feed ourselves on the world and have faith in the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by. So if you're feeling afraid, uh, you're feeling afraid. When we're feeling afraid, faith is our faith is not operating. Fear is sent to, to uh, steal the word. Fear, fear causes torment. 
And what that means is that our faith has not been made complete. There's no condemnation. But fear deals with torment. But perfect love casts out fear. And so when we're feeling fear, when we're feeling worry, when we're feeling anxiety, when we're feeling hopeless, that's all attached to fear. Okay, anxiety, worry. So take those cares and cast them. Don't don't you say, well, I'm not worried. I'm just concerned. Take that out of there. Take those cares and cast them because if you hold cares and concerns turns into worries and fears, that's an open door for the devil. We got to shut the devil out of our lives and we got to set our faith like our face like flint, like a flint. We cannot be moved by what's going on around us. We just got to keep our faith focused and remember and constantly saying to ourselves, God is for me. Healing is healing belongs to me. I'm already healed by the stripes of Jesus. He said that by his stripes, I were healed. First Peter 2.24. I'm already healed by the stripes of Jesus. I'm not trying to get healed. I believe that I'm already healed because I walk by what I believe and not by what I see. Father, you watch over your word to perform it and your word cannot return unto me void because you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of God, that you should have to repent for anything. How many of you know that God cannot lie? He is the truth. He is the spirit of truth. Jesus is the truth. Okay. So what are you believing God for, for your marriage? You know, unbelieving husband is sanctified by the faith of a wife. Find out what scripture says concerning marriage. You know, we got a lot of ways to look up Bible verses now on our laptop or phones or whatever, whatever it is that you study from and meditate and get that word off in you, get that word off in you. I'm telling you that the word of God works. We just have to add our faith to it to see it manifest. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You cannot have faith for something if you don't know what the word of God says about it. That's in anything. You can't have faith for for something if you don't know what it says. That's why he said in all our getting, we have to get some understanding. So what is God's word saying about what you're believing for? We have to activate our faith. It's not just enough to know what the words say, but we have to add works to the word. And we have to walk in agreement. How can two walk together except they both agree? Are you walking in agreement with what God's word say? By Jesus stripes, you're already healed. I'm working on a study guide for healing. Um, Prescription scriptures for healing. Something like that. But um, look, get you a bunch of healing uh, verses. You know, listen to some healing, uh, some scriptures uh, concerning healing. Listen to someone teaching on healing on YouTube. You know, go with it in, to, at, at night with the word in your ear, listening to the word. You're going to have to be diligent. You're going to have to be firm, fervent, and you're going to have to be aggressive. Um, you know, the violent take it by force. We're going to have to be um, diligent. We're going to have to be violent. Um, and we're going to have to not be moved. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you I had to do this. I mean, I had some adverse circumstances and some adverse situations coming against me in my life. And I just had to, I, you know, I remember just standing on the scripture said, no, God is for this. God is for me. God is for healing and God is for me. Um, by his stripes, I'm already healed. I'm not trying to get healed. Make sure that your prayer and your confession is a confession of faith. You're not trying to get something. It's already done. It's already finished, meaning it's already done. So we have to make sure. Remember, I did a podcast on there. Are you uh, praying? Uh, I did a video. Are you praying amiss? You know, are you walking in faith or are you praying, praying by faith or are you praying amiss? A miss is when you're asking God to do something. It's already done. He doesn't have to. Um, I mean, um, it wasn't praying a miss. In other words, it's already done. The work has already been done. 
is finished. You're not trying to get anything. You're not trying to get God to do anything. By Jesus' stripes, you were. That's past tense. It's already finished. Jesus is not coming back down from heaven to earth. Okay? He's not laying hands on anyone. He wants to lay use your hands to lay hands on the sick. Because his spirit is on the inside of us, right? So when we do it, it's him doing it. Our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives inside of us. Okay? Can you see that? Our body is a temple. The spirit of the living God lives on the inside of me. Now, sickness and disease is trespassing. Speak to your organs. Whatever it is, speak to your marriage. No, this is what God says. Remember, God and his word is one. So when we're saying what God is saying, we're not only are we walking in agreement with what God is saying, but God has to do what he says. Make sure if we have um, sin in our lives that we repent of that too, because that's an open door to the devil in our lives. Um, but say what God say, and you'll see what God say. But don't doubt. Let no man, when you ask, do not waver and do not doubt, because a, 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 a double-minded man, he's not going to receive anything from the Lord. A double-minded man, is that word means he has divided loyalty. You know, I believe here, you know, I I believe this. There's no buts in God. It can't be no buts, okay? We can't have buts. There can be no buts in God. Either you believe it or you don't. There's no middle. There's no lukewarm. There's no middle ground when it comes to the word of God. Either we believe it or we don't. And that's it. It's kind of like if you come and if you call and tell me, hey, I'm getting ready to come over there. I'm giving you $10 right now, okay? Either I believe it or I don't. There is no maybes. We have to take the buts out. There is no buts in God. I want you to confess and say it with me. That by Jesus stripes, I am already healed. That by Jesus stripes, I'm already healed. That healing is the children bread. I want you to say, I'm not trying to get healed. I'm already healed. You see the difference when you feel like you're trying to get something, you feel like you're you're something you have to do to try to try to make it happen. That healing is the children bread is already ours. Okay. of course, if it's something in the natural that you're doing that you need to quit doing, then, of course, we need to quit doing those things. You know, if your doctor say, hey, you need to cut the grease out because it's clogging your arteries, then of course we need to cut the grease out. That's God speaking through the doctor, whoever. But what I'm saying is. There is um, what we see. We can We got to walk by faith and not by facts. I did a, a podcast on that. Are we walking by faith? Or are we walking by facts? As believers, the just shall live by faith. How do we live by faith? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Then um, we have to find out what the word of God says, right? What is the word saying? Faith is a substance hoped for. What are you hoping for? That's the first thing. What are you believing God for? Find out what the word says about it. And then start um, start uh, reading it. Start listening to sermons that's talking about it. Start studying it because faith comes by hearing, right? And then start confessing it. We have to confess it with our mouth. We confess with our mouth, but we believe in our heart. Because we have in the same spirit of faith as it is written, I believe and therefore I have speak. Say what you believe. Let it get in you and shut out any and every voice that's contrary to what you're believing. 
Because any voice that's speaking contrary to what God is saying is the voice of the enemy trying to come and trying to steal the word. You guys remember when Jesus was um, um, telling the disciples what was going to happen to him? He was telling about his crucifixion. Really, he was telling about how he was going to die. And Satan and Peter came and said, oh, Lord, no, this isn't going to happen to you. And Jesus turned to Peter and said, the Lord, uh, you know, he, that he rebuked him, Satan. Well, uh, he wasn't talking to Peter. He was he was talking to that spirit that was speaking to Peter because what was going on? You're calling him a lie. Jesus is truth. OK, so when he was sitting up there telling telling his disciples what was going to happen, he was speaking the truth. And that voice that was saying, no, this isn't going to happen was the voice of the devil because it was speaking contrary to what God was saying. When the, whatever voice it is is speaking contrary to what God is saying. Let me um, let me pull that scripture up for you where Jesus rebuked Peter. Jesus rebuked Peter. It wasn't, it was Matthew 16, 23. Hold on. Uh, Peter began to rebuke Jesus. Let me see. We're going to start at Matthew 16, 22. Okay. Um, let's start at 21. From the time on Jesus, as Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elder chief priests and scribes, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Peter began to rebuke Jesus. Can you see that? Peter began to rebuke Jesus. Far be it from you, Lord, he said. This should never happen to you. Now, he was speaking contrary to what Jesus was saying. That's what the devil comes to do. He comes to speak contrary to the word. And when the devil comes to tell you you're not healed, just like this is what we need to do, what Jesus did in Matthew 16, 23. But Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Jesus rebuked Satan. Get behind me, Satan. Why did he, he didn't say, get behind me, Peter? Because he knew it wasn't Peter. He knew it was the voice of the devil speaking to, through Peter, because that voice spoke contrary to what God is saying. You see? So when, when you're believing God for healing and you hear the voice or you're going to die, you can say, get behind me, Satan or devil. I bind you in Jesus name and I command you to go. We have to remember how we have to cast down those evil imaginations and those thoughts that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. Smith's time, go back and listen to some of my podcasts because I just taught on this um, last week about casting down evil imaginations and thoughts that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. Any thought that is starting itself against the knowledge of God, that's a demonic thought that thought is coming from the enemy and um, thoughts that are contrary to what God is saying are thoughts from the enemy that's trying to steal the word remember Satan is trying to steal the word because if Satan can steal the word you can't ha- we can't have faith okay um, therefore he's going to kill our faith he comes to steal right he comes to kill he kill our faith if he steal the word and he comes to destroy and he can destroy our hope because without faith there is no hope because faith is the substance of things so forth. So you see his devices. We see here where he, where he tried to steal the word from Jesus. And Jesus turned around and rebuked him and, you know, corrected him. Um, and and he, he said it was Satan because he was coming to try. He was speaking opposite to what, Je- what the word was saying. Because Jesus, God and his word is one. So Jesus was speaking. The devil come to speak contrary to what he was saying. And he corrected, he rebuked him. He told the devil to get behind him. He was an offense because he's speaking contrary to what 
the word is saying. So when the devil, remember, casting out those evil imaginations and those thoughts that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Today, we're going to activate our faith. Today, we're going to activate because believers believe, okay? Believers believe. And when we have, when we find ourselves having a hard time believing what the word of God say, I'm telling you, it's a love issue. Faith, how do we please God? We please God by believing God. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. We must first believe that he does exist and then that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. There's two parts to that verse there. We must not only believe that he exists because even demons believe and tremble, but we have to also believe that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Do you believe that God is a rewarder when you seek him? And this is what we're doing now when we're studying the word. And, and, and when I'm telling you, look up these scriptures, you're looking for something. A lot of times people don't know how to read the Bible. I always say start with you because it's his love letter to you. So whatever your issues are, you know, those because those issues, your issues are your triggers. But not only that, but your issues, those are the entrance and the doorways that the devil gains access into our lives. What are your weakness? You know, we say it all the time. Everybody has weaknesses. Uh, Nobody's perfect. Let's not make excuses for it. Let's spend time closing those doors. Close those doors. How do we close them? We find out what God's word says because the word of God is our weapon, right? Isn't that why we close up all of our doors and our windows because we're trying to keep the devil out? So we're going to have to cast down those imaginations. You might have to turn off the TV because I don't know about you. I can't, the TV, it, it, it crowds my thoughts. So a lot of times I'm sitting at home with no TV on because I like to hear. So if the Lord wants to say something, I can hear. I ride in the car most of the time with no music on because I'm listening. I want to hear. I'm seeking the Lord. I'm seeking the Lord. When I walk the track, I like to be quiet sometimes because I want to hear. Why? I'm seeking the Lord. I want to hear. I'm seeking the Lord. And when, when there's something going on, I'm like, Lord, show me where this is coming from. Show me what's going on. Show me what I need to do. Acknowledge me not to your own understanding, but knowledge God in all your ways, and He will direct your path. Depart from your um, don't be wise in your own eyes and depart from evil. That's what that proverb says. Don't try to figure it out. God don't want us trying to figure it out. He just wants us to believe what He said. So again, um, faith is the substance of things hoped for. We're gonna activate our faith today. We're going to do this today because believers believe. Those that believe, they can lay hands on the sick. You can lay hands on yourself. They can cast out devils. We can cast out devils. He said, they that believe. He didn't say the pastor, preacher, the teacher, the leader, or whatever. He said, they that believe. If you are a believer, you can lay hands on the sick. If you are a believer, you can cast out devils. If you are a believer, you know, this is what Mark is telling us, a believer. Believers believe because when we don't believe God, we call him a liar. To please God is to believe God. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. Why is this? Because when we're not believing God, we're calling him a liar. I want that to resonate with you. I want to sit here for a minute. And I want you to say to yourself, like I said, I remember when the Lord told me that it crushed me because I didn't realize I was doing that. I didn't realize that it crushed me. So when we don't believe God, we call him a liar. I'm, I'm just going to sit here for one second because I want you to meditate on that. And when we don't believe God, we call him a liar. There's no condemnation. 
but I just want us to realize what we're doing. It's just like if you tell me something and I say to you, I don't believe you, I don't believe you, I don't believe you. That's not pleasing to you either. You're sitting up listening to someone talk and God's word is his voice. So when he's speaking and we're saying, I don't believe you, I don't believe that by Jesus stripes I'm healed. I don't believe what your scripture says about healing. I don't believe what you really. If we want to know what's in our heart, listen to what's coming out of our mouth. We have to change our confession of faith for how can two walk together except we both agree. I'm going to look at this last scripture and I'm getting ready to end it here. Um, where it talks about what we're talking about speaking and confession, saying what God say. We have to say what God say. We, the, the spirit of faith confesses. And we activate the anointing through speaking and confess and confessing our word, our faith. That's how we activate the anointing. That's why I say the power is released. And when we uh, say what God say, he watch over his word. And the angels of the Lord, they hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Okay, so God watch over his word to perform it. He's listening for his words. God is listening to our words. And I'm telling you, when I was going through this trial, it was detrimental to my soul. And all I could think is God is for me. God is for this. God is for healing. Okay. You guys know that God is for healing because he said he got by Jesus stripes, you already healed, right? He's for that. So when we're saying what God is saying, God is for us. God is not against us. God is not trying to teach us a lesson. Let's let's get away with that doctrines of devils. God is not, and, and, and get out the book of Job because when, when you start reading the book of Job, you have to understand the settings, okay? Job didn't know, he didn't have the Bible to read. Job didn't know that it was the devil that came before the Lord and asked for permission to do all those things. So Job was saying, the Lord give it, the Lord take it away. Job didn't know, Job thought God was doing those things. And you know what? I was just like Job because when I didn't know God, the devil, 